Hello good people, it's Curly here um, I know it's been a little while But I'm back on it now um, With the podcasting I know it's, it's been about a week or so So we've had half term, so half term break I've had my children quite a bit um, Which is great Because I only see them really on the weekends I phone them up every day and whatnot. Um, so yeah, just to make you aware, I'm also a single father as well Shared custody of my two children And it's been like that for a little while now So um, But yeah, uh, so Managing being a single father and trying to build one business as well, which you know, for, for some people might might think that's quite an advantage actually, because the amount of time they have to spend on building a business is quite interesting. But at the same time, you know, I, I like to think of myself as a very dedicated father as well. In fact, I think my kids are still sick of me, even though I only see them half the time. Um, to some extent, I'm sure that's not true, but you know, um, I do find them every day, twice a day at, at least. Um, when I'm not with them and obviously the women on, on the weekends and then in the half terms I'm, I have them more which is fantastic too so uh, lots to navigate and negotiate around and, and uh, in, in terms of you know the children's wants and needs and obviously with the mother as well but on the whole I can't really complain there's a lot of people who are a lot worse off in that department than, than me um, but no my two children if you're listening you make me so proud and I love you both so much and I'm always here. And yeah, so it's been a week or so since the last of my podcast, probably a little bit longer. We've had half term. We quickly uh, took the kids to Shlomo beatboxing event, which was really, really good. Um, where for an hour, the kids were entertained on uh, by this beatboxer who's told the journey of hip hop and beatboxing through the art of beatboxing. And that was great to watch. For me, as a practitioner myself, I'm a poet going to schools. You know, my businesses using words to entertain and, uh, and build confidence and this guy was using beatboxing which is an element that I incorporate into my into my workshops as well just to keep it a bit lively and a bit current and urban and cool uh, but obviously this guy's a professional beatboxer uh, more experienced and much more further down the road than me I'm just a simple boots and cats man with the boots and cats kind of stuff but um, this guy takes it a lot further than that you know losing loop stations and whatnot and he puts on a great show so it was great to watch that so I was picking up a few tips along the way as well. So it's always good to, to get out and, and see shows and um, anything that's relevant to the, the path that you're on. If there's someone out there that's doing something uh, that you're akin to doing, there's always something you can learn, you know. Uh, so I picked up a few tips and hints and such, which I, which I thought was cool. Plus the, kid had a, the kids had a great time as well. So, yeah, that was, a, that was cool. And then um, the day after that, then we went swimming early swim and then after that we went laser quest so I'm trying to get it in with the kids man you know like trying to make sure that we're having fun uh, you know in, in, in and amongst the learning and stuff with homework and reading and doing what we you know doing what we do um, uh, and then so we went back to the mums on Sunday then as soon as I got back after dropping them off I just head, headed home and was straight back on the laptop planning for uh, the sessions that I had coming up um, so towards the beginning of the, the first week back last week back in the swing of things with the school academic year um, back in full effect back on schedule so with that um, you know I had a session would make some noise working in a with a parents group which was interesting then after that um, yeah it was working with young parents actually yeah with like babies and such really young toddlers I found that session a bit of a a little bit difficult um, because I didn't know quite not what to expect. I'd worked in a group like that before, but it was a while back. And did, but the, 
as with most situations, um, the dynamics kind of dictate to some extent the, the flow of the session. So this was a well-established group already, handful of young teenage mothers or early 20s with very young children. Um, some had two children. And you could just see how, you know, stressful and under strain they are and projects like this at least enable them to have a little bit of a respite so to speak because we get lots of the kids toys out the kids get to play and the parents get to chat and have some toast and um uh, the colleague that I was working with was you know singing songs with the kids and you know they had the soft play stuff out and uh and I just wrote you know some words made a few funds of words and and the kids actually had to go with the beatboxing, so the, the slow-mo stuff came into it came in good use. So I was there beatboxing with some of the kids, and I had a little go as well. So that was good fun. Bit of dribbling on my mic, but hey ho, that's one of the uh, dangers of working with children and uh, and beatboxing. <laughs> but hey, yeah. Um, then uh, on the Wednesday, I was at John Maysfield. Started my residency at a school. My first ever. I suppose real residency, independent residency. So I was invited to become a resident poet at John Maysfield High School in Ledbury, which was, you know, a real privilege to be asked to do. So it was the first of three sessions and it's leading up towards the Ledbury Poetry Festival uh, in a few months' time, to which uh, the vast majority also be a judge for. So I worked with um, four-year groups, year sevens, year eights, year nines, year tens, so in one hour assemblies, so I had a whole year group of 150, 170 kids in each session, and I did something that's called a uh, well, just an assembly role. So one hour with each group, and because of the age groups and different, um, you know, uh, things that they got going on, say like with the year tens, they're doing a bit of. AQA preparation now or will be soon so I did the John Agar poem checking out my history and gave that a little bit of context as a bit of a performance but overall though just try to keep it fun and upbeat throughout all of the sessions so I did something called Word Wars which is a literacy uh, kind of rhyming game where you pick a word such as education and because it's one of those words with lots of words that you can rhyme with with Asian population reservation cooperation rotation levitation uh, manipulation multiplication expectation etc etc so all the words that end in Asian um, we get got the kids up to have a little go at some word wars where they have to out rhyme the other team just one word per team they've got five seconds but obviously they have a little bit of prep before that um, you know, a few minutes to gather and harvest as many words as they can, try and memorise as many as they can, then come to the front and then uh, give that a go. And that always gives a, a really good show uh, to all the rest of the children that are there watching and uh, as this unfolds. And, uh, yeah, they get to judge as well because if there's any repeated words, they you know, shout out, no, no, they've said that word already, to which that team then have to um, come up with a different word very quickly within five seconds otherwise they're out and then the part two to that word wars little game is a a stretch exercise where they've got to have the rhyming word at the end of a sentence so the round one is just the word itself a right a word that rhymes with say education and it's back and forth uh, from one team to the next say one word and i got five seconds to say one word that rhymes with education and the round two is a stretch exercise as i say and it's basically, it's kind of like 
the, the pre-scaffolding um, exercise for freestyling where they got the word at the end of the sentence and they say a sentence that ends in that word say in this instance so um, me and my friends go to J- John Macefield College uh, sorry me and my friends go to John Macefield School so if the word was school that they're rhyming with um, that's what they'd have to say come up with a sentence that ends in school or say like I should have kept it the same so so let's look at the word education so I go to John Maysfield for my education and then the other team uh, will have a word that rhymes with a word that rhymes with education so like population we are part of the great British population or nation or whatever Um, if you're a bad boy or girl you might end up on probation the other team might come back so it's just one line per team and that's really good fun too um and that really gets the ball rolling, really, for them to maybe come um, come and write something, which some of the kids did. They came up, wrote, and actually performed. So within that hour, they've gone from sitting in the chair, coasting to, you know, uh, thinking they're going to fall asleep in a poetry session, to actually, you know, having a lot of fun, getting engaged and coming to the front and sharing, which for kids at that age, secondary school, you know, yeah, yeah sometimes it can be a little bit backwards and coming forwards in terms of their confidence and trying to uh, making a show of themselves, so which can be kind of embarrassing. But you no, know, like I say, with a lot of the young people as they came up and had a, had a go, and it was good fun. Um, so that was that, some good feedback there. Um, uh, yeah, so right now, um, I'm sitting in my car in Charmsley Wood. About to start a session. Uh, I've just come straight from another session uh, in where was I now? Um, uh, I was at uh, what was it called? No, that school called um, Chase Town Primary, which is a community school. Um, kids with special needs and whatnot. Extra, you know, disaffected, um, challenging behaviour, all of that, um, on, on on a project there. So I was there uh, about an hour and a half ago. So I made my way over to Shamsley Woods. So yeah, ready to start a second session with, I think, a similar sort of group, working with um, a group of about 15 young people for an after-school session. It looks like just for half an hour. Um, but yeah. And that, for half an hour, that's 50 quid, man. So I can't really complain. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's part of what I do. You know, it's like I'm trying to earn a living, you know, using literacy as my um, as my trade, literacy engagement. So trying to make it fun and entertaining. So I'm looking at the names now. They're giving the names for the session for this afternoon. I've got their names and just looking to... Uh, do some freestyling with some of their names so that's what I'm doing right now when I sit in my car but I thought I'd just do a quick little podcast just to do a quick little update really um, you know a uh, lot's going on still with with work and trying to build up uh, the uh, the literacy project that I'm running in Samwell um, developing trying to develop that um, we've got a date now for a, a rehearsal whereby um, several schools have been invited to come along for a dress rehearsal for an event that we're running in, in July which is like a, a grand showcase of, for the region 
Poetry Slam Showcase featuring various schools who will bring a team of five or so pupils to come and perform and showcase their work. Uh, we've got a meeting about that next week as well for the actual venue where we're going to be holding hosting that in July. So yeah, um, but amidst all that as well, there's lots of other things happening as well. So I'm trying to be there for other people. Is, um, you know, part of the reason why I'm working like a madman. Uh, but sometimes I feel like I'm sp- spinning in my tracks, which I need to need to figure out. Is because um, you know, it's people that I love that have been working a long, 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 long time. I'm trying to help live easier, a bit more of an easier life. So I'm trying to make sure I'm on my feet, so I can make sure that they're okay in the long run. You know, people I really, really care about and I love. Who um, you know need to try and be there for as much as possible. So I'm looking to build my business. Um, looking to support where I can. Um, but at the same time, I need to consolidate and focus in order to be able to do what I need to do and do it well. Which, yeah, is you know sometimes I, I beat myself up for man. And towards the beginning of the year, if you listen to my earlier, my, you know my earlier podcast, you know late December, early January. Yeah, sorry about that. Just had a phone call. Uh, disruption to broadcast. Disruption to broadcast. But no, it was a quick phone call just to, about a query um, regarding emailing schools and such. That was cool. Um, yeah, so what I was saying earlier, um, yeah, early on in the year, you know, I had a bit of a, a you know, tough time mentally. I had a lot on my shoulders, a lot on my mind, um, trying to see a way through. And, you know, sometimes, man, we can be so inundated with so many different things. Um, and to do the right thing in every single way, you know, because sometimes beyond, you can feel like it's beyond the stretch of your capacity, uh, you know, comprehending it all. There's a lot of good people out there doing amazing things under such difficult circumstances. And I'm lucky to know just a handful of people who are in that category who are just, you know, going above and beyond in terms of, you know, being able to stand up and keep pushing forward and the work that they do is so inspiring. Uh, there's a lady, for instance, called Alison Cope, who lost her son to knife crime, who I just um, just blown over by in terms of her resilience and ability to, you know, push through adversity, uh, the things that she's been facing. You know, she's working, she's been working on paper alongside with police, but it hasn't been as smooth as some people might think. There's also the fact that she hasn't really got much support or much of a support network who practically can help her with the work that she's doing. She's putting on amazing um, workshops, going into schools, travelling the country, organising, you know, um, her stopovers the night before and uh, the, the, you know, the, the trains and uh, tubes, negotiating all of that, delivering workshop after workshop after workshop, you know, a number of assemblies with very little money and, you know, coming back knackered. And emailing schools, you know, f- you know, all the coordination that, that's you know needed in order to, um, uh, you know, to, to do what she's doing, you know, spreading her message uh, of helping to raise awareness around helping to make children make p- more positive choices. Uh, she's not only educating children; she's also educating a lot of adults as well. She's got a lot of people asking for interviews, which for which she doesn't get paid for uh, or compensated for in any way. You know, it comes out of her pocket, out of her time. But, you know, the message, of course, is the most important thing and that's how she sees it. But at the same time, that's a lot of energy and time that she's putting out. 
And not only that, you know, you also got to factor into all of this that she's also a grieving parent, you know what I mean? And, you know, and, uh, yeah, so she's a, she's really puts things into context and there's a lot of other people out there as well that really put things into context about when it comes to struggle, man. And, you know, you might be one of these people or you might know someone who's like that as well, who's, you know, just trying to move forward, trying to do the right thing despite the very, very difficult and, you know, circumstances that feel like you're trying to move forward but you're stuck in quicksand, you know, and, man, it's it's difficult, you know, so, yeah, you know, um, so trying to spread yourself a little, trying to help other people, because it's the right thing to do is important, but you also got to try and look after yourself as well, and that, you know, and that's something I need to take note of as well for me, you know, in order to be there for, for those that I care about dearly too, man, and, but yeah, um, it's interesting times to say the least, you know, I'm 41 now, uh, been through things, you know, and, and as you do, you know, you, you project forward when you're a kid, expecting it's all setting your sight on ideals of where you like to be things you like to do the place in life you like to be so, and sometimes you put a figure by that in terms of age you know by this and such and such an age I like to have this this and this and that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing it's just interesting obviously on reflection when you reach a certain age a certain stage and you look back and think whoa didn't expect that didn't expect this but it's all a bit of a test isn't it to some extent but um, with that being said, I hope that you're okay. You know the per, you know, and 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 I hope you're managing to come through what you're coming through as well. Uh, strength can be found in so many places, uh, and in Alison's case, I think an element of, of that is is grief, but also strength through connect feeling connected as well. So it's important that we try and be there for each other. When you see there are people struggling, it's just uh, trying trying to do what you can. You know, we're not all experts in everything, and for those of us who are trying to push forward and trying to achieve things, collaborating is definitely a useful asset to be able to, to do. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I depend on people to some extent, for certain guidance. If I've got questions about things, workshops or the nature of the work that I do or the next steps you know there's well there's one person that I can think of at this point really that I can speak to who I'm collaborating with and you know I'm hoping to broaden that out because um, we can all learn from each other um, but there's other people as well who are really good at different things filming, photography that I'm, re- that I'm forging links with now as well uh, that will help hopefully you know, raise awareness of the work that I'm doing. It can be captured. It puts them on the map a little bit too, because they're involved in a project or involved with an artist or involved with someone who's, you know, trying to do something good. You know, um, helping kids reading or raising awareness with some of the things I talk about with my lyrics and social issues and try to be, you know, a force for positivity. You know, so you know. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, there, there are good people out there and sometimes, you know, it's we have to be big enough to ask 
fine, you're right there, you know, would you be interested in such and such and such and such? And obviously having in mind in what they could get out of it as well, as I say, you know, the people that I'm reaching out to, you know, find that they need content, you know, so I've got stuff that I'm doing that can be content that needs capturing, and that's what they've got to offer. So we both win. They've got content for the things that they, you know, for, for the things that they can film or take pictures of or, you know, tweet about or write about, blog about, talk on air about. Um, and that's great because I've got the need to reach a broader audience to get the message out and raise awareness about the services that I offer, the things that I do, you know, in order to help my my business grow build my brand you know so through them I can reach an audience a different audience even like collaborating with um, some of the well John Macefield School primary example young person who's in the audience during one of the assemblies youngster obviously year nine he's written over 140 songs he's got his own SoundCloud he's got his this he's got his that and he's you know he's really you know sounds very prolific um, and you know um had a, a message come through after the workshop from him. I've made teachers aware, you know, following safeguarding and, and all those policies and whatnot. I made teachers aware that this young person's reached out to me and has asked if we can collaborate. So before, obviously, that you know, that is a possibility. You know, it's getting parents' consent and all those things, make sure everything's above board and transparent and all of that. Um, to protect myself, as, you know, more than anything, you know. Um, so. And obviously for parents, it's peace of mind and teachers, it's peace of mind as well. Um, so, you know, through this young, young person, if we and him do a little track together, that's my voice, my ideas that are enriching, you know, what he's doing. And he feels good about that because I'm someone who's coming to the school, I'm, you know, professional, so to speak, he could say. Um, and he... he you know, he's inspired by the session enough to want to reach out and ask me, would I be interested in collaborating on something? Yeah, of course, man. And, you know, I'll probably learn a lot from the experience as well, which is wonderful. But also, I'll reach a, you know, what I've got to say and what I do will reach a, a different audience, you know. So, and I love collaborating because of that single factor, man. It just, you know, it's, and I love working with people who are proactive and this young person is very proactive. So, who knows what that might mean for the future as well who, who knows who knows you know he might become a teacher he might become a rap artist might go on tour who knows you know that track might get played at a party and there's the the, the producer for uh, of the events uh, for wireless or various festivals might be there you just don't know serendipity is an interesting thing man but all I know is karma's a useful tool as well, man. But anyway, look, I know I've talked your head off. I can't just leave it like that, though, when, when I got interrupted with the phone call. Um, but I just wanted to say, um, you know, uh, thank you so much for listening. And I hope maybe something about my story, my journey, you might find inspiring or entertaining or, you know, it's real. <laughs> None of this is orchestrated. Um, but, yeah, as I say, I've got to go into this session now at Windy Arbor School uh, for half an hour and have a little bit of fun with some words with these young people. Um, so, yeah. But until the next podcast, which should be tomorrow, 
Come on, Curly, make sure you do this on a regular. Um, then, uh, yeah, you take care, stay safe, and uh, all the best with whatever endeavours that you're endeavouring to achieve. Okay, all the best. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Bye now.